Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hawk Talk. I am your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my co-host, EP, main man, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, brother? I'm doing I'm doing better than the last time we were here. How about that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hawks went on a little bit of a run. Trey Young is finally getting his flowers and the trade rumors are going to come to an end soon. Uh, you want to start with the Trey Young redemption arc? Yeah, I think we have to. All right, so the last week started off a little rough for Trey Young. Wasn't named an all-star reserve. We all freak out. And we weren't, of course, Hawks fans weren't the only ones who uh, were upset about it. I was pleasantly surprised to see so many of Trey's contemporaries come to his defense. LeBron James was one of the first ones to speak out. Stephen Curry spoke on it when the, the Warriors were in Atlanta. Former players like J.J. Redick, Gilbert Arenas, of course, they came to his defense. And, you know, the week swung around pretty quickly. Trey continued to ball out, got named Eastern Conference Player of the Week, named an injury reserve for the All-Star Game, so he will be representing in uh, Indianapolis. So, yeah, overall, the week swung around. And it was really good for Trey and very deserving. No doubt. Yeah, that's a good point how you're talking about all these other guys recognizing him. Because normally it's just Hawks fans, you know, yelling at clouds, like the old man yelling at clouds. Mm-hmm. No one cares, Hawks fans, you know. But it's, exactly. it's all these big names sticking up for us. So it, it's very nice to see and obviously well-deserved. So, um, you know, I, I saw someone ask Trey after he was snubbed, before he got in as a reserve, you know, like how much do you care about it or whatever. And he was like, I just want to represent the city. You know, that's all it is. Nothing more than that. So glad he got in, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad he got in. Um, I don't think he's going to participate in the three-point contest. Do you? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. I'd he did surprised. that a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, he did that a couple of years ago. I think he's done it twice now, actually. And second time wasn't bad. Yeah, the second, second time, time I want to say they had like a good field too. It was like a, actually yeah. a solid three point competition somehow. But you know, if he really wanted, to, I, I've already like t- like soft launched this take on Twitter. But yeah. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna run it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've actually said it numerous times. So I'm gonna just keep reiterating. He needs to participate in the dunk contest once and for all. Silence the haters. Like I'm, everybody loves to see a little guy dunk. And can we confirm that he be, can dunk though. Yes, I have okay. seen it. Uh, Can he do something other than a normal, like the easiest dunk possible? No, not really. Okay, no. so he would just be doing the normal dunk, like, like a he could do dunk. a two hand slam. Yeah, like, like a that... like a jump, two jump, boom. 
Yeah, exactly. Off an alley oop, preferably. Like, I don't know. You if think he, he could go off an alley oop, though? I think that's the only way he's getting it to go down. Oh, he's not going in. Because okay. if you think about it, like, if you go in, like, palming the basketball, you have to get up way higher. But okay. otherwise, you're just kind of like, I see. Throwing it in. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, all right. So clearly, you, clearly my... you've thought about this a lot. And clearly, you've read my Twitter. <laughs> so I've been saying it nonstop. So, all right. Trey Young, my boy in the All Star game. Hawks, uh, all right. They won four straight. They lost to the Clippers, 149, 144. You are in the building, boots on the mm-hmm. ground reporting. Tell us about your reporting from the front line. Good crowd, dude. Every single game I've been to this year has been a solid, like, good crowd. Um, they want to get into it. Weirdly, more Clippers fans than I expected. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was just like, yeah, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan or yeah, I'm a James Harden fan type of a thing or if they mm-hmm. were literal because I saw like Thunder, you know, Russell Westbrook jerseys. It's like, all right, obviously, you know, you're oh, here for us. That's random. I know I, stuff like that all, all over the place, though. Um, but yeah, man, it was a, it was a good game. Great game. Honestly, uh, I saw a comment on the Hawks post on Instagram when they posted the final and I thought it summed it up great. It said, now these are the type of losses that I can stand yeah like, i get i, I mean they gave up, that's that's fair but i mean they gave up 149 points in regulation they so. did a, but like it was a good game and we weren't like yeah. winning the whole game and just got killed in the second half so i mean yeah the defense could have been a lot better but like i think the clipper dude that clippers team if they stay healthy like they were they're gonna they're gonna be tough to beat from anyone i think you hit the nail on their head like if they stay healthy yeah um, I went to bed early like that night. Like I got put away my phone and mm. I woke up to all these notifications from Clippers fans. Like I had a tweet that did some numbers where it was wow. like Trey Young like knocking on the door and it's like the Clippers and the next like the Grim Reaper meme. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess it like started recirculating in Clippers Twitter. I didn't reply to anybody just because I'm like, bro, you are Los Angeles Clippers fans. Yeah, Clippers Twitter is a funny place to be uh, thrown into, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like in a free nation where you can do anything you want. <laughs> Yard Clippers fans. So I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> like no response necessary. But yeah. either way, I guess, yeah, it is a decent loss. One more tough game coming up against the Boston Celtics uh, yep. tonight at Boston. And then I think a pretty favorable stretch yep. of the schedule. 76ers without Embiid. Uh, Houston, Chicago, Charlotte, Toronto, Orlando, you know, could go either way. Utah. You know, I think... Hey man, it's the classic uh, post Christmas beginning of the New Year's run the Hawks always go on, and uh, you know I, honestly I want to stop a second, give us our flowers because we called this, we said mm-hmm. that they would go on a run, and uh, it looks like they're doing that. Yeah, it's, we're basically having the same season for a third year in a row, essentially. <laughs> That's it. And you know what else is? Uh, you know, this past week was Groundhog's Day. You know what else is Groundhog's Day? Is the trade rumors. Going crazy. Obviously, DeJounte Murray is a part of uh, the rumors. And I think both you and I have said, we have said numerous times, we don't think anything's going to happen. Anything significantly will transpire at the trade deadline. One last time before tomorrow's 3 p.m. Eastern trade deadline, do you want to go on the record of reaffirming that? Absolutely. I was listening to the locker room this morning, morning show on 680 The Fan. Yeah. And home team was like, Will this be the last time that DeJounte and Trey Young play together? And I'm like, dude, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Like, they are not yeah. getting tra- – like, you think you think there was a bunch of rumors and then it all got mm-hmm. quiet 
and now all of a sudden, like right before the deadline, they're no, dude. Like they they tried to shop him. The Hawks front office, we know what they're doing. Anything yeah. they do is out in the public. So yeah, they Seriously. they shopped him. It didn't work. They didn't like the price. They're moving on. The price was god awful. Like yeah. I saw one tweet where it's like the best they could do was a first round draft pick and a talented young player uh, for Woj. Yeah. So nah, man. Like we like, traded four, so we traded four. Yeah. Traded yeah, four, yeah, exactly. so. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like that's not a good. Uh, that's not a good deal. So uh, yeah, no, Dejounte Murray's not going anywhere. Um, sorry to LeBron and mm. uh, the Lakers. They're not at least right now. For- yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, like, if we summer, if we suck one again after this trade deadline, then you know maybe this summer, it'll it'll kick back up. It could be it'll the new John Collins up. with that. Just yeah. Any time, any time. There's. Is our boy going to get traded from Utah? Do you think he's going? <laughs> is he safe up there? He's definitely not safe. He's definitely not safe. Okay, but I okay. don't know that he'll be traded right now either. Yeah, they're. Uh, I feel I feel for our boy. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to discuss the trade deadline, and we're going to talk some uh, internal business of 680 The Fan, and uh, we'll be back. As we have stated so many times before, the Hawks, they go on these win streaks, a little bit of fool's gold. They're not going to make any moves at the trade deadline. Is there anything you could see them, like, cost cutting measures like that's something i could see like uh something around the edges just to try to you know save some penny pinch some pennies here and there is there anything that comes to mind for you for tomorrow before three o'clock's trade deadline yeah not really i guess um someone like patty mills was kind of only on the team to you know in case we needed a equal trade partner for you could argue that was the only reason, you know, obviously leadership and veteranness, but as far as what our front office saw him as, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe someone like him, you know, they get a rookie up here, it'd probably be cheaper in that aspect, but not really, dude. Yeah. 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 Um, I- I'm, w- I'm with you on that. Like, I'm looking around. Like, at, how much uh, could they even cut to where it would make sense to do something that's, you know, other than just a dump off? Without completely nuking the team mm-hmm. either, like Bogey, he's too That's valuable. What I'm saying. Yeah, Slant, uh, they're not going to get what you know a good return on on him. DeAndre's injured or, or stays injured, so yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't see any big big moves taking place. Yeah, like if Patty or Garrison was making any actual money, maybe one of them. But That's it. But they're not. Anything, they're not. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm with you on that. And uh, yeah, so other than that, the Hawks are in the thick of things. You call it fool's gold, call it uh, Groundhog's Day, whatever you want, but they're 22 and 28, 10th place in the Eastern Conference. But if you look at the Eastern Conference standings, like mm-hmm. I-, I think they're poised to go up as far as like the seventh seed, possibly at least the eighth seed. And yeah. that kind of lends us to, puts us right where we were pre- in the previous few years. For sure. The East is uh another good, especially with Embiid getting hurt. Just got it got even weaker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh well, you know what? That kind of leads us to our next point. We're gonna talk some internal matters of 680 the fan. How about the tweet saying we love injuries in reference to Trey Young getting into the all-star game as an injury reserve? Was that you? Were you the one who tweeted that? That was not me. Um, I will say 
I'm happy to see our admin doing a Hawks tweet. So I'll start with that. Okay. You know, because it's all Braves normally. Um, And anytime we tweet anything Hawks related, there's almost guaranteed backlash because there's so many casual Hawks fans that, you know, follow our station. Mm -hmm. And so this Mm -hmm. is kind of setting up for a double casual, you know, slam on. So, you know, we're probably going to get a lot of flamed, you know, get roasted real good. Okay. Well, breaking news. The tweet has been deleted. Oh, no. The tweet has been deleted. Uh, so yeah, right before the show, I sent this to Colin. I was laughing about it. I was just like, <laughs> it's one of those things like you got to read like a second or third time before you hit send because like this may sound crazy. Yep, it's one of those. So they deleted it, posted the same graphic, and said, We'll take it. Oh, so, come on, so, come on. Uh, yeah, that's not the same. It's like, bro, you're either you're engagement farming or you're not. See, see, I like, like the second, I like the second tweet though. We'll take it. Yeah, and I that should have been the first accurate. tweet. That should have been it the first. It should have been the first tweet, unless you're just really going for engagement farming, which is kind of the name of the game on Twitter. It's just a race to the bottom. Who can be the most negative, the most cynical? And clearly, 680 the fan has morals and ethics, and you know, all, and that's just not going to work. That's not going to work on Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah, and uh, it's it's uh, another angle is our social media, you know, director, whatever title is Amanda. She's 25, and she's the only person in the department, so she kind of just does what she wants. So that could have just that been sounds a, like a, uh, that sounds like an awesome job. As somebody yeah. who really values autonomy and doesn't yeah. do well with like uh, I don't do well with bosses. So yeah. yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, this our old digital guy Petrini hired her, and then Petrini left, and now she's just in charge of a lot of stuff. So one time I when I was working at UTC, um, my similar thing happened. Got hired, my boss left, and they're just like an empty spot above me in the org chart mm-hmm. for like an entire summer i didn't do anything like nice. didn't really report to anybody i just watched movies all day and i just tried to like whenever someone would walk past my desk i would like look frustrated like i was working on something <laughs> but yeah sorry anyway uh one last bit of news um countdown towards spring training is on and i love this because i live vicariously through you colin oh, yeah. and i love i love like getting like the scoop the brave scoops from you so tell me how excited are you for the braves upcoming season oh i'm pumped bro there i mean just the braves it is so easy to get behind and support them they are the easiest organization to just you know love and support like they are just always good always consistent they are run good so well office. Anything they're doing is not leaked. You never know what move they're doing. If they're in a rumor, mm-hmm. it's probably not true. Um, and they're they're gonna be a great team this year. They added some pieces. Chris Sale hopefully will will help a lot in starting rotation. And uh, we shall see, bro. I'm pumped. I love it. They're consistently good, if not great. Awesome mm-hmm. front office. Awesome fan base. You you can awesome walk atmosphere. from your office. Yeah, yeah. You can walk from the battery. Oh, you yeah. know uh, your office there in the battery. So yeah, I love it. And also, I love it when you come in sleep deprived. So uh, that, I feel like that always gives us lots of good content. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen as much this year, thank God. So uh, oh, I don't, I don't know how much I'm going to work this year. I haven't decided yet. Oh well, uh, dang. Okay, yeah. then, big shot. I know. All right. Well, is this breaking news? No, I don't think. I don't think anyone cares about that. I don't think that's news. Okay. It's just okay. like breaking breaking something that's happening in my life. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, y'all hear y'all heard it here first, and. Um, <laughs> We're not expecting much of the trade deadline, thinking the Hawks are going to continue to uh, play good basketball and make a nice run. So stay locked in to Hawk Talk. I'm your host, Pat Benson. That's Colin Madden. We'll be back next week with another episode.
What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.